0: December 7, 1941 is a day that lives in infamy. For those of us who watched the horrendous events unfold on September 11, 2001, by evil men intent on destroying our country, that day is also a day of infamy. Take a few minutes out of your day, September 6 through the 9, and hear the stories of a few who remember that day. We will never forget My name is Kimberly White. On September 11th, 2001, my husband Nate and I were getting ready to take our first family vacation with our five-month-old daughter, Bronwyn. We were headed to Capitol Reef and Bryce Canyon area. Nate that morning was checking on the markets and they weren't opened, which he said was pretty odd. And he was checking the news news feeds on the computer. And it sounded like the people were confused and kept indicating that there was some sort of plane that had hit one of the World Trade Centers. So he went downstairs and turned on the TV and right as he turned on the TV, he saw the second plane hit into the world, the second tower on the world trade center and yelled up for me to come downstairs. I got downstairs and just kind of sat there dumbfounded before I even got to the couch because I could see the two towers engulfed in flames and smoke and couldn't fathom what was going on. He told me what he had just seen with the plane hitting the tower and just both of us sat there in shock, dismay at what we were watching. The images that I saw that day will forever be etched in my mind. And I went through so many emotions and still do as I watched people make the choice to jump out of a building instead of being burned alive. And I really could not wrap my head around the fact that that was the choice that their life, in their life that they had to make everything that must have been going through their minds with their loved ones and their families and friends and all the dreams and hopes that they had had that day and for their life that was just literally going up in smoke. I was terrified for them. I was terrified for the people on the ground that had to look up and witness all of that. The look of sheer panic on the faces of people on the ground is something that I will never forget. And it was just awful to see even from a TV thousands of miles away. And all I could do was just sit there in shock and cry. As the second tower, well, as the first tower fell, I remember just gasping and putting my hands up to my face and almost wanting to yell, no. And I I didn't yell, but I did sit there and say, no, no, no. All of those people. And all you could do was just sit there and watch. It was the worst nightmare. It was worse than a nightmare because we were living it. Those people were living it. And as the tower fell, my heart just sank more and more and more. And I could not believe what was happening and what all of those people must have been feeling and thinking. It was literally, like I said, watching a nightmare unfold in real life. And I was sick to my stomach and it was all I could do to not run to the bathroom. I was, I was really that sick. Um, After the second tower fell and they started showing images of people just covered in ash, um, some were running, some walking, some just standing there with their tear-streaked faces. There was one woman, I don't, I, I think they probably showed her over and over again, which is why she's etched in my mind. And it was just this woman who, um, her just whole face was just covered in ash, but she had tears streaking down her face that were so strike against, like the uh, contrast with the tears and the ash were just I don't know. It's just something that I will never forget. And the look in her eyes of pain and, and disbelief and shock. I'll just, I, I don't know who she is. And i prayed every day that she has been okay. Um, I, even now, as you can tell, I, I, it brings me to tears to just think about how she was feeling and what her moments must have been like. As I heard about the other two planes that were attacking, one the Pentagon and one going for the Capitol, I started to get angry. It wasn't just upset anymore. I was angry. And I remember feeling just, (laughs) I don't know how else other describe it than just raw anger. And it was obvious at this point that we were being attacked. And all I could think of is why, why on earth would anybody do this to innocent people? They are not military. They did nothing to deserve this attack. So we just sat there that day and watched all of the news unfold for a while knowing that we still had to get ready for our family vacation. And we still wanted to go, but it was with much heavier hearts than obviously we had thought we would have. We watched for a while, hoping to hear some answers. And of course, at that time, there really were no answers, just a lot of questions and a lot of heartaches. So we finally turned the TV off and we gave each other a hug and went and picked up our five-month-old baby girl that was our first child that we had and just thought, oh my gosh, what a world for her first year of life. But we got packed up and we left for our vacation. We went to uh, Bryce Canyon area and um, it was kind of surreal. Everywhere that we went, people were just in hushed tones talking about what had just happened and almost a reverence. They would talk about the things that they had seen and how they were feeling. At one point we had hiked to, it's called Calf Creek Falls And there were quite a few couples there, um, little families, and there was a German couple that I don't know why, but they stuck out in my mind, but my husband speaks German and we could kind of understand a little bit of what they were saying. And they were just talking in very just hushed tones about what had just happened and how it reminded them of, of what had happened in world war II in their home and how awful they felt for those people and for the Americans that were having to go through this. And I just remember having such gratitude for them to feel the way that they were feeling towards the Americans. And everybody would kind of smile at each other with this half smile. No one could bring themselves to actually smile, smile, but we would look at each other and it was almost like we were all mourning together what had happened without actually having to speak to each other. Um, Towards the end of our vacation, we were up at Bryce Canyon and there was a flag set at half mass. And it was one of the most beautiful settings I've seen with a flag. I have a picture of it somewhere. It was the flag blowing in the breeze with the red rock behind it as the sun was setting. And I remember just sitting there, standing there with my husband and my little baby girl and watching that flag and being so proud to be an American and so proud of the other things that I had witnessed that day and throughout that weekend with people that we came in contact with or what I'd seen on TV. Because even with all the tragedy of that day, there were some pretty miraculous things that had happened. The way that everyone came together to support each other, all of our differences were set aside. Political aisle we stood on if we were black or white, it did not matter. Everybody, everybody came together. And I think in my lifetime, I have never seen a day like that again. And it didn't last for too long, but I cherished the weeks that it did last. Years later, it's weird to think that it's already been 20 years. My daughter that was five months old, is now 20 years old and and a young woman herself. And we've tried really hard with all five of our children to instill in them a love of country. And we've talked to them about 9-11 and shared with them as hard as it was, we would share with them the stories and the heartache that we saw on a day of people having to jump out of those buildings. And we had our kids watch that. And it, It was kind of hard to make them watch that. I knew it was going to hurt them, but I wanted them to know what had happened that day so that they could also know the other side of it. There was a brighter side where we did come together as a country and we knew what mattered and we were there for each other. So much has happened since then. I've actually had a brother who served two tours in Afghanistan and I know he's lost loved ones. He came back, but others did not. And I know he's scarred for life, but... He's also a great man, I think, because of those trials that he went through while he served in the military. And he will be forever grateful for those opportunities. I have another brother-in-law who served many tours as well overseas to protect our home front. And I also come from a military family just with my own father and and grandparents. And I am so proud of all of the servicemen and women who have given their time away from their families and some even the ultimate sacrifice with their life to go and defend me, even though I was just a, kid, a you know a young mom watching all of these events unfold on TV 20 years ago. And I really wasn't affected personally by losing somebody in that 9-11 attack and me to make sure that never happened to get to something that I can never repay and can't shed enough tears over. I'm proud of my family, I'm proud of them. So as the 20th anniversary approaches, I will always remember those who died that day. And since then, and I will pray for their loved ones. I will pray for them. And I will remember all of the heroic stories. And like everyone has always said, I will never forget.